you, you come from the heart of God. It's true, you were fashioned out of love. When he wrote your book of life, it filled him with delight. He meets you with rejoicing and a song. And I can see his grace on you. How he shines his face on you. No one takes the place of you. Look what God has done. I can see his grace on you. How he shines his face on you. No one takes the place of you. Look what God has done. He is training your hands for war. When he takes, he will always give you more. Children, hold on because he disciplines those he loves. He's growing up his daughters and his sons. And I can see his grace on you. How he shines his face on you. No one takes the place of you. Look what God has done. I can see his grace on you. How he shines his face on you. No one takes the place of you. Look what God has done. There in the city of our King. He'll rise on the praises that we bring. The pure and spotless bride, the whole family of Christ, will rest under the banner of His love. And I can see His grace on you, how He shines His face on you. No one takes the place of you. Look what God has done. I can see His grace on you, how He shines His face on you. No one takes the place of you. Look what God has done. Oh, I can see His grace on you. How He shines His face on you. No one takes the place of you. Look what God has done. I can see His grace on you. How He shines His face on you. No one takes the place of you. Look what God has done. Hey, thanks for listening, and stay tuned, because next is the story behind the song. Welcome to Blueprint Sounds. My name is Nathan Smith. Thanks for joining me. Today, I wanted to share with you that song, Look What God Has Done, as well as the backstory, because I think it's pretty interesting. It's a much different song than the usual worship songs I write. But before we do, I want to give you something. If you go to blueprintsounds.com, you can get access to my free PDF, 25 Chart-Topping Arrangement Tricks. If you're a worship team and you have a song that you've been doing for a while but you wish was more interesting in some way, download this PDF. It gives you 25 great ideas for ways to make your song more interesting. It gives you a couple sentences about why that trick works, and then it gives you a song from the radio so that you can hear the trick in action. Again, blueprintsounds.com or click on the link nearby, blueprintsounds.com forward slash 
25 tricks. All right, let's talk about look what God has done. So a few years back, I came across the teachings of a guy named Dr. Jim Wilder, and he's what you call a neurotheologian. That means he has his PhD in clinical psychology, and he has been a counselor for years, but he also has his master's in theology. So he spent his life looking at how Christianity looks in the brain. So he studied brain science, like I said, theology, human development, all these different disciplines, and wanted to find out, okay, what does the Christian life look like from a clinical perspective, and how did God mean for people to grow into maturity? What, what does that look like across cultures, across ages, all of it? Well, I was listening to a teaching that he gave, and he shared this one little tidbit that I had never heard before. And I've been a Christian nearly all of my life, and I've heard this passage dozens and dozens of times. But he was reading out of Ephesians, and I'll read the scripture for you. We're in Ephesians 5, verses 18 through 20. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. Again, if you're a Christian, you've probably heard that before. But Dr. Wilder pointed out something. He said, you notice that Paul said, he wrote down, to sing to each other. Wait, what? We never do that in church. If you think about any Western church that you've ever been to, what do we do? There's two big parts to any Sunday service, and they are worship and and the teaching. During worship, we all face forward, facing the worship team. And if we're not staring at the worship team, we're kind of staring above them, like God is in the ceiling or he's just, you know, in the joints between the ceiling and the wall. That's kind of where God lives. And so we all just stare up there or close our eyes. And it's a pretty much a one-on-one experience, right? The, the worship team exists to give us the musical background so that we can have that time with the Lord, but it's pretty personal. Like we don't, we don't go beyond our bubble of just us and him very often. And then during our sermon, what do we do? Well, we, we, we sit and we still face forward and we look at the pastor and he shares with us what he, you know, got out of scripture that week. <clears throat> but again, it's, it's sort of a one-on-one thing. But here, Paul says, sing to each other with songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. That's, that's just a crazy concept, and I've glossed over that for years, but, but Dr. Wilder brought it to mind. He said, you notice that, that, that Paul is actually saying that we should sing to one another. His point was that part of being the body of Christ is not just that we have a personal relationship with the Lord, which is good, or that we are listening to a pastor, which is also good. It's not that that takes the place, but it is very, very important and explicit in Scripture that we are also to build loving bonds with one another. That's what makes us the body of Christ, not just entering the same building and worshiping the same God individually, but at the same time. So that that really floored me because... Again, I've, I've grown up all my life thinking that worship was one thing, and, and I write worship songs. Most all of my worship songs are either us directed to God or God directed to us. I had never even thought of directing a worship song to somebody else. Like, wh- why would I do that? We're here to worship the Lord. And yet, if you read Ephesians, Paul explicitly states that we're supposed to sing to one another. So I was, I was mulling that over and thinking about that, and I had, you know, had that going on in my head. Well, one morning I woke up from sleep, and in my mind there was this 
this worship song starting to, to come together. Occasionally, God will give me songs in the night, just like it says in the Psalms. He gives songs in the night. So I wake up and, you know, I kind of mentioned it to my wife and it wasn't really fully formed, but it was starting to come together. And, you know, as I'm going through my morning routine and out comes that chorus, I can see his grace on you, how he shines his face on you. No one takes the place of you. Look what God has done. So then later I added verses to that. But each one of those lyrics is actually very important because it's based on something that, that Dr. Wilder has, has said. The first one, I can see his grace on you. The whole idea of grace is that it means that someone finds you special, right? There's no one else that is my wife. She is a special woman, and you could not just take one out and put one else, put somebody else in her place, because she's special. The next lyric, how he shines his face on you, is if you look at the Old Testament Hebrew, oftentimes when it talks about the presence of the Lord, it's actually talking about the face of God, right? And so that is what it means to be in the presence of the Lord, to have his face shine upon you because so much happens with the face. Actually, when a mom is nursing her child in those early, early months, there's a transfer of information from her left eye to the child's left eye. It actually wires up the brain of that child to have eye contact, prolonged eye contact with the mother. Why would it not be the same that seeing the face of the Lord would change us as well, which is exactly what happened with Moses? So again, that's the brain science that I've been learning from Dr. Wilder in that song. And then finally, no one takes the place of you. Again, it's talking about that grace. That was a completely new kind of worship song for me to write. So I started to introduce it to our home community. And guess what? It was weird, like you would expect it to be. Because for the song to work during the chorus, you're supposed to look at each other. So instead of our eyes being closed and our hands up and looking toward the ceiling, we're looking at each other. I'm, I'm looking over here. I'm looking at this person. And it's, it's as awkward as you think it is. At least it was at first. But we kept doing it and it became easier and easier to do. And guess what? That sharing joy with one another, that, that singing to each other and saying, I'm happy to see you. I can see God's grace on you, I think has really changed our community in some ways because now we're getting more and more comfortable admiring that about another person. Not just giving worship to the Lord, but acknowledging his presence and his face shining on other people. You know who never had a problem with this? It was my two-year-old, right? She joins us, of course, in worship, and she sings it out. She sings all the words to that chorus, and she looks at everybody and smiles and points her finger. And I think to myself, yeah, that's, that's how God intended it to be. As adults, we, of course, get uptight because sharing joy and eye contact is extremely regulated in society. I mean, just imagine walking down the streets of New York City and trying to do that with someone. You can imagine that's how regulated it is. But that's what God wants from the family of Christ, is that we share joy with one another appropriately like that. Anyway, that's the story behind Look What God Has Done. I hope you try it out and enjoy the song. And if you're a worship songwriter, take that as a challenge to try writing a song that is supposed to be sung to the congregation for the congregation. See what happens. Again, if you need help with your worship arrangements, go to blueprintsounds.com forward slash 25 tricks. And until next week, God bless and goodbye.